0: Hello, Dental Online Trainers. Dr. Dennis Hartley back with you again for another Shearcast episode. If you listened in on us last week, you might have heard that we're giving our team at DOT a little summer break. So instead of having a new interview, we are revisiting one of our favorite episodes, our interview with Dr. Grace Yum, founder of Mommy Dentist and Business. In part two of our conversation with Grace, she shares some of the tips and tricks that she has learned along the way of being a practicing pediatric dentist and a mom. And, you know, I think whatever your gender, it's important for all of us to understand the struggles that caregivers, especially moms, the struggles they have of trying to run their dental practices and also managing their family. Now, this is especially true for male dentists like me to understand that the issues that many mom dentists have with like balancing life and work and practice and ownership, there's so much to understand. So listen, kick back and relax, and enjoy part two of our encore episode with Dr. Grace Young. Hello, dental online trainer, Dr. Dennis Hartley, back with you again for part two of our conversation with Dr. Grace Yum Yum. Right? Yum.
1: Yum Yum Yum. Hey, yum? <laughs> I'm either supposed to be a dentist or a chef. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Maybe a little bit of both. Uh, if you did not listen to part one, I encourage you to go listen to part one of our interview because you get to listen to Grace's background, uh, how she got influenced to go into dentistry. And so interesting in all these interviews I've done, it's so interesting to hear the person that influenced the the, per, the dentist that got them into dentistry. And Grace is no exception. You'll hear her background. She'll learn how she got into pediatric dentistry and some of the, some of the challenges uh, being a pediatric dentist. So it's a great little conversation that we had. The second part of our conversation is going to be about an organization that Grace started back in 2017, uh, Mommy Dentist and Business, or you can find it at mommydib.com, correct? Yes, Dennis. correct. Yeah. And I think it's just fascinating. And Grace, if you can sort of jump in, tell me your inspiration. Just bring me back. So what what was going on?
1: Absolutely. Great question, Dennis. Four years ago, I was practicing dentistry full-time. Monday through Thursday, two Saturdays a month, teaching residents. I had one resident from each program, actually UIC and Lurie's, rotating through on Saturdays. I was about to, or thinking about, opening a third location in the Western suburbs. Mm. My city practice was great because it was like the flagship office, And lots of new families, young couples, one child getting two. Then they moved to the suburbs because they need a big house. Most went to the North Shore. I would say about 70%, then 30% would then go to Hinsdale.
0: Which is out west for our listeners, yeah. Yes.
1: So I was tracking where my patients were going. Some would come back to the city every six months. But then some wanted and asked, can you open another practice, North Shore? So that's what stimulated my practice being open in Glenview. So when I... Did that Before I did that, there was a practice that I could rent. So I rented a small two-office practice because one of my attendings at Lurie's was Dr. Frank Vacari. Dr. Vacari is a plastic surgeon, but I met him on the cleft palate team. Mm. So Dr. Vacari's wife, Dr. Janice Vacari, on Waukegan Road, mm-hmm. has this... Really small, cute little office where she works out of three times a week when she wants. And otherwise it's sitting empty. Mm. So she let me rent her practice so that I could see if patients were coming.
0: Yeah. That's that's a great way to do it.
1: Yeah. So I did that.
0: Did you have associates at room. the time, Grace, or were you on your own? I,
1: I had an associate. I don't remember how many, but I was running my first practice for four years before I decided to venture off to the second practice. And I I was already pregnant with my second child opening up the Glenview practice. And how, old, how
0: old was your first child?
1: Two, 20 months old. And okay. so the funny thing is in pedo, there's really not many practices to buy. Right. So I had to build from scratch both practices. And that that was great. I, I enjoyed it. When the second practice was about four years old, I was thinking about opening up the one in Hinsdale. However, at that time, being a mom, being a practice owner, I couldn't make all the dental meetings. It was very hard to go to a meeting at six o'clock at night. I'd be driving to Old Orchard, to go to Magianos for a meeting, but then I get a call from my nanny saying, Your daughter has a fever of 102 and your husband's out of town for work. You need to come right. home. Right. She's crying. So then I'm turning the wheel and I gotta go home and I can't make all these meetings. For sure. So then I found an online community in Facebook. There were many dental Facebook groups that I learned so much. I never went to dental town. I was in many Facebook dental groups, but then I felt it very awkward to ask questions that pertain to mothers in dentistry, Mm -hmm. because I didn't think our male colleagues could really understand what we were going through. One time I threw out a question in a forum and I said something about how do you handle your schedule if you have to pick up your kids and you're missing all their sports activities and games and, and everything like that. And the women were chiming in, trying to help answer the question. But the men would chime in and say, oh, gosh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. My wife deals oh, with that. Oh, interesting. And so I was like, you know, thank you for answering. But you really didn't have to answer because it's really not pointed at you. But thank you for answering. <laughs> like, I don't have a wife.
0: <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. So yeah, That's the reality.
1: Right. So it was interesting because I felt that, again, some of the questions other women asked, our male colleagues would start to be condescending and answer in kind of a mean way or aggressive way. And I noticed that more and more women were backing out asking questions.
0: Because they didn't want to get that, that feedback from these male dentists that were maybe not sensitive to the reality, you know, mom and a dentist.
1: Right. And or aggressive, you know, nobody wants to be treated aggressively. And on a keyboard, when you're typing, you don't hear the tone of voice right you don't know if they're joking right Right. you don't know if it's like in a chuckled way or is it sarcasm
0: or is it just mean-spirited or what is
1: right you don't know you can't tell and oftentimes you don't know who they are for sure they're hidden hidden, but in glenview we all know each other right we all know so and so and so and so and so and so so -so 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 when we interact we know each other right but if you're talking to a doctor from washington dc that you don't you don't even know anything about Right, It's hard to understand. So I decided, why not come out with my own Facebook group and make it for mothers? Because there's no place for mothers. And mothers have a different challenge. We honestly do. So I ventured off, created this group called Mommy Dentists in Business, because that's what I identified with. All the hats that I wore. Mommy, I'm a dentist. I'm in business. So those mm-hmm. are the three identifiers. I only started with 50 people of my own friends, dental school friends, colleagues that I knew, and referrals. One thing led to another. People were saying, this is great. We're really helping each other.
0: Hey, can I ask you a question, Grace, before you go on? And I'm yeah. trying to interrupt. Sure. When, when you first started, so I, I think this is, I, I think it's exceptional. And I, um, I'm surrounded by really Thank incredible you. women dentists and many, many are uh, moms. I, I don't want to say that I'm fortunate. It's not that I'm fortunate or unfortunate. I'm a male in a very male male driven, you know, profession, though it that's that's changing quickly, right? I mean classes yes. now are fifty right. fifty um or more. I, and I, I hate to go back to this, but, but I, I feel the need to. You talked about this sort of online format where like you have a real, you have a real issue. You got a question. You need, you need, you need some advice. You need mentorship, right? Right. right. And you're, you're in this community where there's sort of insensitive males. I want to go back to dental school because I'm very curious. And I ask a lot of my female colleagues this. Did you feel the same sort of insensitivity when you're in dental school, being a female in this very male centric no, profession? Not okay. in school. No. Okay. So it's sort of in this hidden, this hidden format where people, where you're in this, this, uh, in this Facebook group and people or whatever the community was. And that's so unfortunate. And it's terrible as a male that we're not more heightened in our awareness and sensitive. But I applaud you for, for making, creating a format for people to be, for women, women moms to be able to speak freely and, and openly and honestly. That's, that's got to be very liberating. That's got to be really, It's got to be incredibly refreshing and liberating for women to be able to have that format.
1: It is. And to get the feedback, it's been four years. It went by very quickly. But again, I love helping people. And if I get an email or a letter in the mail or someone messaging me about how it's changed their life, how it's made them a better dentist, a better mom, how they feel supported, how they feel they finally have people that understand them, the camaraderie. And some of the things that men don't understand about women or Oh, there's a, there's a lot.
0: There's a lot. We, we, don't, we don't have that there's much a... time. Give me just a few.
1: But, but one example would be that if, let's say, Dennis, your wife, maybe she is an accountant or maybe Or maybe she decides to work in the home. The role is different in that, especially with school and kids at school. There's a lot of stress and pressure to be that mom at school, right? The kids are like, well, how come, you know, Carter's mom comes to school all the time and does everything with us. You're not on the field trips. You don't come and do the bake sale. Where are you? And there's this pressure of like, oh my God, you know, or you missed out on the play. Where were you? Mm-hmm. And this is called mom guilt for sure. And dads may or may not feel that much guilt. They might feel some guilt. It's not on the same level as mom guilt.
0: Sure. I, bet, and, I bet. So, I mean, I felt guilty. I hated that. I couldn't be a homeroom parent for my daughter when she sure. was a kid. I hated it, but sure. I, I would not deny that the amount of ah. guilt that I suffer as a male is far different than, than as a mom. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that at all.
1: Society puts a lot more pressure on the mom when it comes to children. Yep. And so if if something happens at school, oftentimes the moms get blamed for it. Right. Sure. Or you didn't teach your child this, right? Mm-hmm. Like even down to manners, like chewing with your mouth closed or saying thank you, shaking hands and looking someone in the eye. Little, even little things like that. Like education starts at home and you didn't educate your child. So all of this is culminating is especially for mothers who just gave birth you know most societies outside the u.s they have a six-month leave right here it's like you're back to work in six weeks dentists i know two weeks
0: yeah i was gonna say you know if we're as a dentist you're not you're not taking six weeks as a dentist typically
1: no so if, if you're a practice owner
0: right no no you know
1: and even after i gave birth i had my office manager bringing me stuff from the office every day for sure So it was, um, or it is a challenge for moms and work that work-life balance, but also that need of camaraderie and women comparing themselves or not having that friendship with other moms in their schools. So it's, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm a stay at home mom, but you're a dentist. And, and so you're intimidating to be a friend with, or some of the dentist moms or mommy dentists will say, I have nothing in common with this lady. She may not have gone to college or she may not be on the same education level. So there's this like, I don't connect with some of these women.
0: And, and dentistry's unique in that you, you have to have your hands in somebody's mouth to be right. able to be running your business. And so it could be someone who's, they could be another professional. They could be an attorney, but an attorney sitting at their desk and they are, they got their phone right next to them. We don't have our phones next to them.
1: No. Right? No, no. We have
0: a different. And so it is difficult, even like as a male dentist, my friends are like, you know, I, I texted you like four hours ago. It's like, <laughs> yeah, my hands were in someone's mouth, dude. Right. While you're just sitting on your computer, I'm occupied. And I think right. that's super important because people don't understand that you're not just at a beck and call when you're, when you're serving your patients. Right. 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 So it doesn't matter if male or female, if they're in other, other worlds, they just don't get it.
1: They don't get it and you have to be a dentist to get it you know and I actually on my on my Instagram I have all these little funny videos of memes of moms life right one one I just did was hey don't feel badly if the school nurse calls and the front desk is like the school nurse says, you got to pick up the kid and you send your dental assistant to pick up the kid. Cause what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> what are you going to do?
1: You can't just leave and daddy can't just leave. And so you, the next best thing is to send your dental assistant to go pick up the kid and bring them home or bring them to the office. Sick. You know, your don't feel badly, you know, right. Your mom like, proxy. It's the mom. It's so it's kind of like, We have to joke about it and and make light of it at the same time, because, hey, don't feel badly if, you know, you forgot to take your kid to the birthday party on Saturday. I have sent my husband. So at my house, I'm also the social secretary. Right. So I have to keep track of everyone's social activities, including date night and kids activities and birthdays. I have to work Saturday. So I tell my husband, I text him. Take Zoe to to the beach party, Montrose Beach at 10 a.m. Again, I'm in someone's mouth, so I can't check my phone until 3 p.m. I look at my text. It's 10 a.m. My husband goes, the party was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm standing at Montrose Beach. Here are pictures of me and Zoe at the
0: beach. (laughs) We're having a lovely time. Right. (laughs) Picking up the scraps. It's got to be really great for other moms to be able to have a resource to say, all right, I don't have to be perfect. I, I read something you wrote or that you said, it's okay to go to Target and get something, put it on them and send them off to school. It's okay not to be perfect. There's a lot of pressure on women to be perfect. I think that it's one thing for the media to say it. It's one thing for, say, you know, a male to say it. It's a different thing for a female colleague living the same life to understand and hear it from them and say, you don't have to be perfect.
1: You don't have to be perfect. And, you know, that it just reminded me, my friend who's a pediatrician, same problems, right? Yeah, she's for a sure. pediatrician. Absolutely. Her son, it was like International Day, like wear something representative of your ethnic history or whatnot. She was, she's Chinese. So she didn't have time and she forgot. Like it was like Monday, you know, 8 a.m., and her son's like, "Mom, what am I wearing to school?" And she was like, "Oh my god!" She found a red shirt. She cut a yellow, whatever the Chinese flag is. It's yellow and red. So she said right. she took construction paper, <laughs> cut out the things, and she took a safety pin and safety pin to the shirt. <laughs> said. Here you go. You're Success. going to school like
0: this. Success.
1: You know, and, and then of course, kids show up in these elaborate <laughs> clothing. You know, just elaborate, yeah. and and you just do the best you can. And and as long as your kid shows up and has something, it builds character. It builds grit. They'll builds, be okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Grit, right? You need grit. Tell me more about mommy's dentist in business. So like you guys dentist- are doing. You're doing so much. I mean, so. Can I ask you, actually, before we jump into that, can I, I want to ask you something different. I, I don't believe in work-life balance. I sure. believe in I believe in work-life integration because I love what I do. I love being a dentist and I love teaching. And if you were to look around in my basement right now, you'd see all the models I have put out for the next course we're going to do. I had a hard time with the concept of balance. I always felt out of balance until I heard someone talk about integration and accepting that. Who I am is I'm I'm a dad. I'm divorced, so but I I am a parent. I was a spouse. I have a partner now, and I'm a dentist, and I'm a teacher, and I'm a mentor, and there's other things, right? So it's all sort of integrating all that stuff. Talk about for I mean you you've been at it for a while, so talk about balance or integration or how do you describe it and how do you what thoughts do you have about that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. People ask all the time, how do you balance? I call it the juggle. And I say to people, it's never quite balanced. Balance means you're at equilibrium. Right. You can't forever be there. You're either up or you're down or you're teetering or you're you're in the wobble. And for me, my perspective is it's a juggling act. And if you think about a circus act and the the people that spin the plates on those love it, I
0: love little those poles. Things. Yep.
1: As a mom, I am spinning. 10 plates in the air and one will eventually drop and that's okay. And it'll shatter, but the show must go on. You still have to go on. So it is an act, you know, and and as as you know, even around many pediatric dentists, when we show up to work, it's an act every day, no matter how much is going on in your life, no matter what sorrow you're feeling, because something happened externally, you show up to work and all of a sudden it's Disney world.
0: You're on stage, man. It is on. Dentistry, and you you are you have to be you're on show. Doesn't matter if you're doing kids or adults, man. You come in, you can be having the worst day. How's your day, doc? My day's great. How's your day? Yeah, that's all. And that's all you, you can say.
1: You have to you have to work with blinders on, and you have to leave whatever you're feeling at the door and compartmentalize. And so I, I feel like as moms, we do a good job of juggling and we multitask, and and so sometimes we don't do one thing that well. Like when you have too much going on, and you drop and the, the plates are falling, that's when you have to think about, okay, I need prioritize. I need to help myself so that not everything's falling off. And that means hiring help. That means getting assistance. That means being not in control of everything. You cannot control everything and you cannot please everyone. And as soon as you understand that and give yourself some grace, you'll feel much better about yourself and how you're doing and, and that mental clarity because it's physical. Dentistry is very physical, as you know.
0: Oh, incredibly you physical. Know,
1: it's incredibly physical. And dentistry is emotional um, and lots of stress. Dentistry is also has great satisfaction in how you're helping people. But I I think for moms being emotional creatures, women being emotional creatures, I'm not saying men are not, but I think that women have to work on balancing your emotions and your health, because if you can't be it optimal condition for yourself, you can't help somebody else. And like everyone says, you know, the airplane thing with the oxygen mask, you have to put it on for yourself before you can put it on somebody else. It's the same concept. So my thing is women in your thirties or forties or fifties, see, focus on your health, your physical health, because if you are not in good physical, optimal health, You cannot practice dentistry. You cannot run around with your kids. And your health in your 40s is the gateway to your health in the 50s and 60s. So if you're not mindful and you wreck your body now, what are you going to look like in 10 years?
0: Yeah. And how are you going to do your career? And for those who are young dentists, I can tell you I'm nearing 60. I started doing yoga about a decade ago. Good and for you. It, it saved me in practice because I was just having such a challenge. And so I think for all dentists, you have to, you have to be physically fit to do, it's a demanding, demanding profession.
1: It's it's demanding. And like you said about integration, you need to integrate that. It is crucial. Exercise is crucial to that integration of longevity in your practice and your family life. Find the time, the complaint that mothers
0: have. I don't have time to, there's no time. There's no time. No time. You right. have so how do you so how do you respond to that? How do you So respond? this is
1: how I this is my response. You have to schedule it like you schedule a patient. You have to schedule it and you have to commit to it and find someone that's going to hold you accountable. Mm. Whether it's your spouse or whether it's a girlfriend, whether it's a personal trainer, people say to me, I can't afford this. People think, oh my God, a personal trainer. Oh my God, a private yoga instructor. Oh my God, a personal assistant. They think those are luxuries. They think that that's like for somebody who's so wealthy and rich. Right. Mm-hmm. And I say, look, other people think you are wealthy and rich. You're a doctor. Right. You know, It's about mindset. And I said, if you do the math, let's say you have someone on your street, maybe a teenager who's like 14, 15 years old. Come over after school, help with the homework if your kids are little. Right. Maybe help with meal prep or do the laundry, all the things that you don't really have to do. You think you have to do it, but you don't have to do it. And that's what maybe $200 a week. But guess what? That saves five hours of your week. You could be going on a walk. You could be going on a jog. You could be doing yoga at your house. That $500 a week extra that you're spending that's compared to one service or two service filling. All you have to do is one filling a week, one extra filling a week. That's all that it costs for you to have some healthy boundaries in your life.
0: That's great. That's great advice. Because I think everyone falls into that, right? I can't afford it. I don't have the time. There's nowhere to nowhere to do that. But if you don't, then you're gonna drop the plates. You're gonna drop the plates. And then what's left? Then how do you manage that? Right? right? Now you're not able to serve your patients. You're not able to serve your family. You're not able to serve yourself, right? And right. And,
1: and some, some moms are widows. Some moms are divorced and single. Right. Mm-hmm. Some moms decide to do it by themselves. Yep. So they are the breadwinner. And, yep. and I say, you know, you are the breadwinner. But you're also the primary caregiver. Yep. So if you don't take the time for yourself, you won't have the resources later. Like, what are you going to do?
0: And you're not going to enjoy the, the journey. I mean, at my age, it's looking back and understanding the, the journey is really the the whole thing and the days are the days are long, the years are short. And it becomes more evident as you know, as I as I get a little bit up there and get a little more gray hair Absolutely. and lose a little more hair. Absolutely. Tell me tell me you guys have so much going on. You have a great podcast, you guys have events. Thank you. Talk about beyond the forum that you have, which I've heard is just wonderful. Um, tell us about the other stuff that you guys are doing.
1: So mommy dentist in business really was organically born i knew nothing about what it was going to be my intent was just support and we were learning so much from each other the comments were we should be earning ce so why not you should be earning ce so i looked into it and got accredited by the agd pace to Mm -hmm. offer ce and then one thing led to another led to another podcasts webinars meetings newsletters, events. I, it, it goes on and on and it's become a sorority and it's even spread to Canada. And now we have these regional groups, like affinity groups, I call them, and we have volunteer leaders. And they step up and they get together and they do their gatherings if they can. COVID is safe, is so they, they do that and it was all born organically. I, I never knew it would be such a thing. I offer a subscription model. So you pay an annual fee of $635. Sounds like a free
0: bargain.
1: With that, you get all the CE for free. And now you get discounts. I have partnered with 60 different companies. I would say it's about 40, 60% split, 60% dental supply companies and dental related, 40% lifestyle, meaning Mm -hmm. William Sonoma, Harry and David, things that mothers purchase from. Sure. You know, we've done things with Revlon, we've done things, you know, so things that the other dental organizations don't offer essentially. Sure. Yeah. So now dental distributors and companies treat me like a DSL almost, even though I'm not. Sure. So they give me GPO pricing and lock me in at
0: a You're price an influencer. point.
1: And yeah. So we have a formulary. So they call me a hybrid in that um, I'm somewhat influencer, but somewhat a large business that we do right. B2B business with. Sure. So it's a hybrid plan. And those that are practice owners got to take advantage of all the discounts and CE for, and so it works out, you know, great. And, and we have a directory and our, we have a private portal and we track everyone's CE just the other day. I was on the fo- phone with the California state dental board to uh, confirm another a doctor's CE Sure, And so I was able to do that. And, and it's become a business. It's become a business, and it's taken up that? all my all my time. And you know, I'm very passionate about it. and And as you've heard with the story, I've had great mentors, and my whole heart, I believe in paying it forward. And in my dental, I want to call it legacy, I have brought up five other women. Two oh. have gone to hygiene school, and then I have three. Well, actually four more, four have become dentists.
0: Oh, that's fantastic.
1: One is a pediatric dentist now. I just got a text message from one of my assistants who went to Michigan. She's at Michigan oh, right okay. now.
0: Good Carly,
1: deal. Carly Fox. And she got accepted by Dr. Ray Gerardo. She will be oh. starting pedo at Lurie's next fantastic. fall. Good.
0: that's And awesome. she
1: just texted me. She said, I matched, I matched. And I said, oh, amazing. So I love helping others. The way i was helped along the way so i think that's really important
0: can i ask a question you brought up the these little groups these little pods that are around the country those are where where women will meet and, and meet together and is it just uh is it just for collaboration just to like hey here's you're not alone in this very yes. busy dental world that we all yes. live in and let's just go have let's go have a cocktail let's go have a yeah. glass of wine yeah. let's go see yeah. a movie let's go do whatever is, yeah. that, is that the yeah. idea
1: It's just a social. Break down some barriers. The regional Facebook groups, we call them, are divided into areas where there's a big population of dentists. So sometimes it's by state or region, and sometimes it's literally by city. So there are a huge number of dentists in Texas. Houston has its own Facebook group. Austin, Dallas, San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago. But actually, Chicago, Illinois is grouped with Wisconsin and um, Ohio.
0: Okay.
1: Michigan has its own. So the doctors will get together and have a social gathering just to say, Hey, we're in this together yeah. and we are collaborating. And it, that's basically all that it is. And it's just to celebrate each other. Yeah. And they'll post things like, you know what? I am having to go on maternity leave or I have to have surgery on my ankle. Or, hey, my uh, one thing that happened just recently, my husband has COVID and he's in the hospital. Can someone please help me manage work my office for the next couple of weeks?
0: Oh, how fantastic.
1: contempt t- for me hey, I have a hygienist who's looking for more hours. I only need her for two days. Does anyone need a hygienist?
0: What a great format.
1: We all help each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about is rather than competing, Mm -hmm. we're collaborating because of the mindset of there's enough for everybody.
0: There's enough teeth in the world that we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I, I can't thank you enough. I, I want, oh, any, any event that's coming up that you want to let uh, let our viewers, listeners uh, be aware of?
1: Oh, okay, yeah, sure. We do three events a year. One is our CEO Roundtable, which is intimate, less than 50 doctors. That's in Laguna Beach coming up in May. We have a clinical event that's held at Bisco. March 31st. Awesome. And that is going to be about 70 doctors. And then our large annual event is in October in Las Vegas. And that's more of a social event. And we do have CE for it, but we have different types of speakers. And so that's always going to be so fun. Uh, you know, but one thing that I wanted to end uh, with you on this podcast is share with everyone one of my role models, I would say, or people that I look up to outside of dentistry on how to run a business is Isidore Sharp. He's is the founder of the Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts. Yeah. And I've modeled my business since I was a resident after his because of my patients, I always ask them where they go on vacation and they always say it's at the Four Seasons in Hawaii or Four Seasons and I was like I've never been to the Four Seasons, you know. So I w- yeah. I would try to go and check it out. Of course it's, it's expensive, but now I realized why they pay that why are they paying all this money to go to the four seasons and then you see and i get the four seasons magazine and so i just recently got one last month and i wanted to share an excerpt
0: from it if you will absolutely Uh, and for our listeners and grace you may be interested we just had mr todd williams on our sharecast and uh, he just did a webinar with us. And Todd was the lead trainer for Four Seasons Hotels for a long, long time. He's actually coming to my study club on Friday to do oh
1: no uh, way yeah, yeah. do
0: training with us this uh, this week. Um, That's wonderful. So yeah, I Todd need to is. To that. Yeah, he's uh, he talks about the Four Seasons way, and he's one of the best storytellers, if not the very be- best best storyteller I've ever heard in my life. He's and he's just incredible. So for our listeners, check that out because Todd's really phenomenal. And so yeah, you brought up Four Seasons, so I'm ready.
1: Oh, good. I'm so glad. And I mean, I read Isadora Sharp's book, his um, autobiography, as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I loved in this magazine, and I'm going to quote him on this, because you know he's ninety you know, when people reach 40, 50, they always think they're getting older. Well, yes. And it's good to get older, but you don't have to get old. The recipe for not getting old as those wiser than I have said, is always finding much to be grateful for, to be curious about, to take pride in, to enjoy. And that really resonated with me. Because as dentists, we are all high achievers and we're always thinking about what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? And sometimes we don't take a moment to think about what we've done. Right. And this was beautifully written and that it forces you to look back at everything you've done and how much you've accomplished and to applaud yourself. We don't applaud ourselves. We're not our own cheerleaders, yet we are cheerleaders for everybody else. And so I just wanted to share this because- your listeners should think, take a breath, take a moment to think about everything you've done and how hard it was, and the opportunities you had and what you've accomplished have brought you to where you are today. That's the truth. And you need to celebrate that.
0: And it's why I like reading off the background of our guests because it's one thing, you know, yeah, so and all, tell me your background, and they're going to leave out some stuff because it's hard to talk about yourself. And I like, I like. Being able, and I like people being able to hear about themselves. It's just kind of nice. It makes you feel good. Like, yeah, that's uh, I, I did do all that, and I think that's those are those are really good words that you that you finished with. I want to read something to you that one of your um, avid supporters uh, had written. This is from uh, uh, Nikki Lambert Hercom. I love the help, support, camaraderie, and sisterhood that MDIB gives. I've been in study clubs that were and are supportive, but none of the men get it when you're a woman in the old boys club. I think this is a huge problem. And as such, you're also an outnumbered mom, wife, business owner, et cetera. I found my people. I also have my new best friends who actually get me. And this is just mind blowing to me. And that's such a needed time in my life. It goes on and on. And I just, Grace, I think you've really found a void that needed to be filled. And it's it's obvious from just sort of looking at testimonials and sort of doing some background that this is really, and actually people I know who are, who are members, this is really just a wonderful service that you're doing. Great organization, great business that you've created. Thank and you. Uh, you should be really just so proud. It really fills, fills a need. And I think it's awesome. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Well, thank you for bringing me on and letting me share a little bit about myself and what we're doing. And I am grateful for the opportunity. Thanks for having me.
0: Hi, you're welcome. And how do you, how do they find you if they want to get some more information on Mommy Dips Business?
1: Sure. Our website, MommyDips.com is a great place to start. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is public, so everyone can see it. The Facebook page is a private page. And so we do vet every single person. Have how do you to be- vet?
0: Like so how do you like like say you know I'm Denise Hartlieb and and <laughs> and mother of two how how do you how do you make sure Denise Hartleb is not Dennis Hartlieb?
1: Right. So we asked for their website because all dentists have their bio and head chat on their on their website and most dentists have a little blurb about what they do on their free time and it'll say spending time with two boys and their two dogs. Oh, okay in that okay. format. And then and then we ask, you know, are you a mom? And they'll tell us yes or no. So that's how we do it. And we also have a lot of mom, mom, the Canadians say moms, moms, um, like moms? moms. I just talked to somebody. And so they, they say, oh, well, I want my friend to join and she's a mom and she's a mommy dentist. So it's referral, you know, and then for those who we don't know, we just ask.
0: Is there another model like this outside of dentistry, mom, lawyers in business, mom, accountants in business?
1: So my sister started Mommy Lawyers in Business.
0: Oh, Yeah, so
1: she's doing that. And, that's great. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of other mom, for, I'm sure, facets in, in, in their own thing, pharmacy or medical.
0: Truck, truck um, driving.
1: Right, so I'm sure there are.
0: Yeah, oh, that's great. Grace, I can't thank you enough. This is so generous of you with your time. I mean, I, I feel a oh, it's my pleasure. I, I just sort of took away half your day. Uh, no, though no, I pleasure. will tell you, you are very lucky because as we started the, the program this morning before we got in, on air, it's like minus five degrees here <laughs> in the Midwest and Grace is smart enough and she's out west in Newport and God bless you. You're so smart.
1: Oh, no, I, I'm just fortunate. You know, I, I think there's a little bit of luck and a little bit of hard work you got to make your own magic so everyone listening make your own magic yeah. life's too short
0: life is too short so dental online trainers thank you for spending the time with us grace i can't thank you enough this is a, it's such a great story i mean it's really it's, it's really inspiring and um, you're you're affecting a whole lot of people so i can't thank you enough so thank you so much. same
1: to you dennis thank you for your time
0: you're welcome. All right, listeners, thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you at our next Purecast. And until then, yours for better dentistry. I'm Dr. Dennis Hartley. Hey, dental online trainers, thanks again for listening. I hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Dr. Grace Yum, and if you're a male dentist like myself, hopefully you'll have better insight to some of the struggles of many of our female counterparts. So, look, if you are a male dentist and you're hiring a female associate. And she's a mom. You have to understand. There's some other challenges that she's going to have that maybe we didn't have to deal with in our early days as our as practicing dentists. And if you're a female dentist, if you're a mom dentist, you know here's a network for you to find support, you know, in your times of challenges, so that you're not alone. Now, look, if you love our sharecasts as much as I love giving our sharecast, tell your friends, send them a link, and don't forget to give us that coveted five star rating. Where ever you listen to your podcast. Finally, if you're not a member of Dental Online Training yet, yet, check us out at dothandson.com for information about our live virtual courses. Um, In fact, our CPR for the Warren Dentition course, our most popular course is coming up at the end of March. So check that out. We also have our pre-recorded hands-on courses where we send you kits and you follow along on these pre-recorded courses at your pace, at your time, on your schedule from the comfort of your own practice. We have our mini tips. We have our recorded webinars. We have our coffee and donut study club that meets one Friday morning a month to go over problems that you might be having in your practice, whether they be clinic experiences or you know technique issues or just managing a practice. All, all, all conversations are open as we try to make each other better in our practices. Well, listen, until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Dennis Hartlieb. Yours for Better Dentistry. Thanks so much for listening to the Sharecast. If you are not yet a subscriber, please do subscribe to our Sharecast wherever you get your podcast. And if you're loving this Sharecast, share it with your colleagues. And please rate it and leave us a review. Also, if you want access to fantastic clinical, managerial, and leadership tips to help you in your practice of dentistry, check us out at dothandson.com or find me on Instagram at HartleyDDS. This episode was created with special help from Claire O'Neill. It was edited by Ashley Dixon Ellison and with original music by Chris Peterson. Again, thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Dennis Hartlieb. yours for better dentistry.